Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. The righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience continue yep. in some well-doing seek nope. for glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws?
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I heard Satan to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose What do you think that your shy gon' do? You think that he coming to jump through the hoop? You think that he coming with flowers and roses and rainbows? Oh boy, you are really confused. I'm not gon' lie, I'm just gon' tell you the truth. He gave me this gift, so I'm up in his booth. And I'm venting, I'm sending the message. I pray that you hear, cause these chains are as tight as a noose. These rappers using they platform to talk nonsense to these kids. You wonder why they all in prison doing biz. You wonder why these young kids having kids. You wonder why they dealing drugs, getting killed. You perpetuating these ills You rap about money like it's a big deal You selling your soul just to get you a deal It's funny cause the money that you're worshiping And nothing gonna be long gone When you're dead in the grave and your soul gone Then you waking up in fires and brimstone And you gasping for air but you can't breathe Wanna dip out, but you can't leave. This is every heat that you ain't seen. Not at all. Only one thing that you gon' need is ventilation. Ain't just a little bit. 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 What we gotta prove already rich You can ride a band, we got spaceships Big man, made the main more imminent Navigating sky five for the non-conforming Put on a performance, like camera action Look at the hysteria, dress up the set Now we up in Syria, thinking we crazy, excited, delirious I'ma sit and just watch the calamity Sit and got the Satan, yeah, they gotta be, gotta be Golly, wicked, wicked world, so ungodly Waiting on apocalypse, calculating eclipse Finding the signs of the time, by the signs in the sky They skip Jeremiah, thinking you messing with a put a cat Yeah but he alive. Talk about CERN. Don't crank it up a little bit. Crank it up a little bit. Crank it up a little bit. Crank it up. Just crank it up a little bit. Prophets is fulfilling. Heathens revealing. What revelations been foretelling? I'm a vent just a little bit. 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 Vent just a little bit.
in my hood, you hear sirens and semis pop. You to keep vexing Ephraim, when will the envy stop? No love for any cops, that's what got Kenny shot. Y'all drinking Henny shots, I'm investing in penny stocks, they give me props. Rapping, teaching, debating, unity, while Satan trying to weaken the nation. Cops in my community, kill us with every opportunity. No justice or peace, the police get immunity. Look, rubber bullets and riot suits when they gear up. Asking where the love went, cause judgment is near us. And kids rather pour up a foe and sip the syrup. Then learn about how the black Moors ruled in Europe. We divided by economic material skills. My people are serial victims of imperialism. I tell the truth and the food, boy, my pen- all right, all right, all right. Gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right. Gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom, 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 shalom. Good morning. Barakat to Wild. To the 12 tribes worldwide. Yahweh, Ba'asham, Yahweh, Shai, Barakat to Thumb. Many most high in Christ. Bless you. Again, to the 12 tribes worldwide. To the seed of, to the Judites, Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zebulun, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gad, Reuben, Ashton, Dali, and Issachar. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Welcome once again to another episode of ISBHPK Presents Bible Talk. Um, you can catch us at on www.blogtalkradio.com. Um, once you pull the page up, uh, please go to the search box, type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, and that will give you to that bring you to our, our uh, blog talk web uh, web page, and from there you see the episodes, and it'll say live. Click the red button, and you'll be able to listen uh, uh, to your desktop, um, laptop, uh, t- tablet, or phone. Uh, you'll be able to listen to the, to the show that way. Um, or you can call in at 646-668-2568. Again, um, 646-668-2568. And if you'd like to text that number to uh, any friends, family, or relatives uh, while the show is live, um, they can listen in on, 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 their, on their phones as well um, by calling that number. Again, air code 646-668-2568. I'd like to uh, text that number to anybody that might uh, uh, get something out of the information that we're going to run our show. Uh, it'll be appreciated. Um, we're also on iHeartRadio Podcast. We're also on iTunes, um, Apple iTunes Radio Podcast. We're also on Google Podcast, and we're also on Podcast Addict uh, under ISBHPK Bible Talk, all the different uh, kind of, kind of uh, media and forms, platform, you can reach us for the ISBHPK Bible Talk Podcast that, that we do produce and we do provide. Um, as you also know, we also have a website established at isbhpk, that's isbhpk.com, isbhpk.com. And we invite any and everybody to please check out the webpage. Um, and, and there's links to several of, of our resources from uh, Children's Creations to uh, Israelware to Sweet Ambiance. Um, these are uh, all businesses that we've established. Uh, and Israelware, if I forget, if I didn't say, I, mean, I mentioned Israelware. These are all businesses that we have been established uh, with the ISBHPK to help, to help fund um, the schools uh, that we have in San Antonio, in Houston, in Norfolk, and in Rochester uh, to, to keep this word going, to actual, the actual schools that we have, and to uh, provide um, um, employment 
uh, for some of the families, um, for the sisters, and as well as uh, some of the brothers, to, to keep keep this keep this this thing going. Um, you know, in applying Zephaniah chapter two and verse one, gather yourselves together, get gathered together, O nation not desired, before the decree brings forth, before the day passes to the shaft, before the fierce anger of the Lord come upon you. Um, that it is about us as Israelites gathering ourselves together. And since we do happen to be here in the Western Hemisphere, it, it, it is necessary. It is time for us to be, be gathered together and, and, and supporting one another and being, being around one another. So please check out ISBHBK.com um, to help support this ministry. Uh, if you happen to be in the San Antonio area, we ask that you please uh, check out um, EL Pure Therapy. Uh, EL Pure Therapy located at Bowling Go Small. Um, the first floor of Rolling Oaks Mall over by the J- on the J.C. Penney side, on J.C. Penney wing of the mall down on the first floor, uh, EO Pure Therapy, uh, which is sponsoring the um, uh, Hebrew Israelite uh, Event Center located on the second floor uh, of Rolling Oaks Mall on the Sears wing, where uh, we have uh, classes and events held for all Hebrew Israelites. Uh, regardless of what, what denomination or what, I hate to say it like that, but uh, what camp that you might ascribe to, from GOCC to ISUPK to ISBHPK to um, whoever. Uh, it, it's an event center for, for, they put on children's plays, they put on plays, um, uh, status service, um, um, as well as um, every Tuesday and Sunday we have uh, uh, Hebrew and history class. Um, they're at the EO Pure Therapy Event Center um, on the second floor of Rolling Mall, located at the Sear, in the, the Sears wing of the mall, where it's right next to the Sears wing. Um, so we invite you to please check it out and please support EO Pure Therapy to help keep uh, uh, help us continue to not only keep the blog talk going but also uh, help you to work with in San Antonio. Uh, not to forget, um, forget there's also uh, the School of Sword of Truth which uh, was established back in 1992. Um, right now it's being, being headed by the brother uh, Warden Iyer and uh, the brother Samson and brother Del Yad, um, located at 4444 Walsham, uh, there in San Antonio, Texas. Off of uh, how to describe it? If you come up, if you come off of Austin Highway. You headed, if you headed northeast on, on Austin Highway, uh, you take a right turn on Walsham. Um, it, it, it's right there. It, it, you, you can't miss it. Um, it. It's right there. Right past the first plaza, get to the second um, uh, office buildings, and uh, on the second floor is uh, the Sport of Truth, um, ISHPK, Sport of Truth, located there in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, we ask that if you're in the San Antonio area, please check them out. Um, uh, go to the live classes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, uh, and also Saturday, the, the Sabbath class. Uh, we invite you to check it out and, and gather. Again, like I said, get yourselves together on Nation Not Desired, as well as the event center that, that we have, EO Pure Therapy um, Event Center, located at uh, Rolling Oaks Mall, and we have classes there every Tuesday and every Sunday. We have a Hebrew class and history class every Tuesday and every Sunday. Uh, from The event center is, is from 6 to 8. All right, the event center class from 6 to 8 or from 7 to 9 um, because we have to kind of deal with more hours. So um, usually it's like from 7 to 9 with the event center. We invite you to please come and check us out and support. All right, come on your Hebrew. Come on your language. Come on your heritage. 
All right, so I, I kind of had an extra long uh, introduction uh, music. Uh, I was trying to get these earbuds together, y'all. I'm, I'm not good with this technology. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not. If you've been tuning into the show for a while, you know that me and technology, we, 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 we have our struggles. We have our battles. We have our, our um, <laughs> we, we definitely uh, have our battles. So uh, apologies for that. Um, but let's get jump into the show because we got, we got a lot of reading we're going to do. Uh, if you tuned in yesterday, um, we, we, uh, we were going into the history of the, the siege and the fall of Jerusalem in 70 A.D., by the Jews um, that was accomplished by the Roman Empire, by, by the Roman army in 70 AD. Um, when Titus came in, uh, most definitely with the assistance of God, even by his own words, his own mouth, um, t- uh, Titus admitted that the only reason that, that he was able to take Jerusalem was, was because of God's assistance, that, that there was no – Jerusalem was so well-constructed um, for the ultimate of defense, for the ultimate of, of, of protection, that it was only by the citizens of God that Titus was able to take the city of Jerusalem, and and it was it was it was intense. It, um, it was it was the culmination of God's vengeance and God's wrath now being poured upon the, the Jews, the southern kingdom of Judah, um, after the kingdom split. Let me slow down. The nation of Israel, coming out of Egypt, did possess the promised land, the land that was promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Israelites populated that land after the, uh, coming out of Egypt, uh, 40 year travels through the wilderness, and then under the leadership of Joshua, we finally uh, uh, conquered and uh, repossessed. The promised land uh, that was uh, and became known as the land of Canaan, because while we were in Egypt, the Canaanites had settled settled there, but that land had already been promised to the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So, in coming out of Egypt, forty years in the wilderness, we actually came into the promised land. Um, after repeatedly, you know, there's a saying that came to my mind earlier today or this morning. That says, if you don't know your history, you're bound to repeat it. Um, as we come to this knowledge of who the Israelites are, uh, many people, you know, are, are finding out or, or, or interested in some of the things that 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 um, Kanye West is saying about the Black Hebrew Israelites, um, and some of the things that you know from the posting of Kyrie Irving, this on social media about Hebrews to Negroes, um, and, and, and the. the uh, Attention that's brought to um, Hebrew Israelites that, that that has brought a lot of attention to Hebrew Israelites. So a lot of people are, 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 are getting their interest peaked um, and curious about okay, what what are, what are these guys talking about? Well, what what is this? What's going on? Um, and we're coming to the knowledge to find out that yes, the so-called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, Similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians and Mexicans over here in the Western Hemisphere uh, do make up the 12 Ross tribes in the nation of Israel. Now, the, the nation of Israel, as we're going to get into today, has been scattered across the whole globe to the four corners of the earth, to the north, to the south, to the east and the west. The Most High was so upset, so pissed off, and so full of vengeance and wrath with the nation of Israel for our repeated 
idolatry, for our repeated refusal to keep his laws, his statutes, his commandments that he gave us as an inheritance to become our culture. And we kept rejecting God's culture to want to be like the nations around us, to want to worship and partake in the, in the festivals, in the, in, in the, 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 the rituals, the, the, the orgies, the, the idolatry of the nations around us. Not because God's law was too perfect. Not because God's law was too hard. Not because God's law was, was, was uh, uh, nobody could keep God's law against anybody Jesus Christ. That's, that's a lie. That, that's a 100% lie that, that's taught in churches and, and, and throughout religion today. That from the Israelites repeatedly, we can, after coming into the promised land, we repeatedly started worshiping the, the agricultural gods and the agricultural rituals and the, the, the practices of the nations that we were surrounded by. When, when the Israelites would do this, to take up this practice, the Lord God would send several plagues uh, to the Israelites um, in the land as, the, as a warning for the Israelites to get some act right. Then it, it, the, it, the punishments had to keep increasing as, the, as we, the Israelites, kept returning back to want to follow and be like the rest of the world and wanting to follow the practices, the rituals, the, the mindset of the rest of the world as opposed to being holy. The word holy meaning separate. Um, go look it up. That, that, that's an easy one. Go look at the word holy. The word holy means to be separate. God wanted the Israelites to be separate from the, the culture and the ways of the nations of the world to be the example of God's culture, to be the example of God's righteousness. The Israelites kept, we kept refusing that responsibility, that duty, that covenant that we established with God, that we would be his people and he would be our God. The Israelites repeatedly kept breaking that covenant. It got to the point where the Lord God then had to repeatedly bring the Israelites into captivities. We came into many captivities. We come, we go into captivity um, while still in the, in the promised land. Then a nation will come, oppress us, afflict us, vex us. While we're still in the promised land, um, uh, extort uh, uh, horrendous sums of taxes and money from us. We then would gather together, back together as Israelites, knowing we were Israelites. We would confess our sins and what we did wrong to the, to the Lord God. Then we would ask for forgiveness, and we would ask the Lord God to send a Savior, a Deliverer, or a Judge. The Lord God would then send a Savior, a Deliverer, or a Judge, and save us from the captivity and the oppression of, of, that, of, of that particular kingdom or empire um, that had us in captivity. Go back and read the book of Judges, and we've, we've covered this series, in this series that we're doing on biblical salvation. We've definitely covered this on saviors and deliverers um, of the Israelites. We're, we're covering this. And from the time we came into Egypt, we came out of Egypt, possessed the promised land, um, that uh, a period of just over 400 years, um, when Solomon did build the temple um, to the Most High, uh, that was about 430 years after we came out of Egypt, that 
the temple was built. That's during Solomon's reign, Solomon got very wicked. And he fell into the, the, the idolatry of worshiping the other nations. He fell into the, um, uh, he got caught up in, in, that, in that same madness, whereas God had really been working with him and had been promised him that, that since he was the seed of David, that God would be his God and that he would be his father. Well, Solomon went off in his old age, and because of what Solomon did, the kingdom was then split into two separate kingdoms. It became the northern kingdom that was called Israel, and the southern kingdom that was called Judah. After, after the split of the kingdom and our repeated cycle of falling into worshiping the other gods, the, the, the rituals, the, the culture of the nations around us, if I get to the point where under the Assyrian captivity, that God was so upset with the northern kingdom called Israel that he banished them from the land. That was approximately 722 B.C. That he kicked the northern kingdom out of the land. The nine and a half tribes, the ten, ten, the ten lost tribes, um, if you do a Google search, were kicked out of the land of Israel. The Lord God was fed up with them. It was done because of our repeated uh, mingling and worshiping and partaking in the culture, the ways, the mindset, the thinking of the nation around us, and not being true to the Lord God, we were finally, the northern kingdom was finally kicked out of the promised land in 722 B.C., leaving the southern kingdom called Judah, Judea, or the Jews, even though it was actually uh, two and a half tribes, Judah, Benjamin, uh, and half the tribe of Levi, that still remained in the promised land. And in not observing what the Lord God had now did to the northern kingdom of Israel and, and displacing them and kicking them out in much anger out of the promised land, the southern kingdom of the Jews still did not take that example of what the Lord God had did, and we continued our idolatrous ways against God. Until finally in 70 A.D., the Lord God had the Romans come and finally destroy and remove all Israelites out of the promised land, the Jews. The southern kingdom of Judah was called the Jews. We were now kicked out of the promised land and led into captivity and slavery. And when he kicked us out of the promised land in 7 AD, it was so much wrath and so much vengeance that the Lord God was, 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 was now executing upon the Israelites for our continued, repeated um, idolatry that from the coming out of Egypt, possessing the promised land, to 70 AD was approximately 1,500 years. 1,500 approximately, approximation, that of God dealing with the Israelites and our continued idolatry and, and following the, the wisdom, the, the, the mindset, the psychology, the philosophy of the nations around us, that his anger was finally, he was finally fed up, and he tossed us like a ball in great anger out of the promised land. And we as a nation of people, the, the, from the northern kingdom of Israel to the southern kingdom of Israel, after 70 AD, the nation of Israel has not been back in the promised land since that particular time. And it's important that we understand um, and, and put this in perspective 
and understand this context when dealing with the Bible, and now we're dealing with the subject of what salvation is. We're dealing with the subject of what it means to be saved. As we go through the history of the Bible, and again, if you don't know your history, you're bound to repeat it. If we don't go back to the history of the Bible and what happened to the Israelites and, and, the, and really understand the length of time and what was going on and that the Israelites had experienced salvation from the Lord God many, 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 many times, that when we look at biblical salvation, it was always the Israelites being saved from captivity because of the Israelites' sins, because of our sins that we were, put, we were put in captivity and kicked out of the promised land. But the Lord God is not forsaking his covenant. So with that, and again, this instruction has been kind of long, let's go to some of the, the prophecies. Let's go to Luke chapter 21 and verse 22. All right, let's go to Luke chapter 21 and verse 22. Uh, we read this yesterday. I, just want, I, I want to pick up with it again uh, today. Uh, Luke chapter 21, verse 22. And this was Christ uh, right about 40 years uh, before the Romans actually came and finally put an end and kicked us completely. The Lord God used the Romans to finally kick us completely out of the land of Israel because the Lord God was that furious, full of that much rage and that much vengeance for, for the Israelites continually to break the covenant that God established with us on Mount Sinai from when we came out of Egypt, that are repeated, uh, uh, the Lord calls it uh, adultery. The Lord calls it whoredom, that we kept displaying against the Lord our God, that we kept doing by worshiping and participating and following the ways, the mentality, the nations, the philosophy, the psychology of the nations around us, and not being true to the marriage that the Lord God had, had accomplished with the Israelites, that he was now finally fed up. He was done. But the Lord God gave the Israelites, he gave the Jews, all of us, the Jews, the Israelites, so many warnings in that 1,500 years. We had so many warnings. It, it, it's ridiculous how many warnings we got from the prophets that if we don't get right with God and stay right with God, and stop doing this and stop this cycle that we have going on with the Lord God that finally the Lord God was going to finally kick us out. He was going to kick us out of the promised land. So Christ is, 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 is reiterating this when we come back to Luke chapter 21, verse 22. When we read the book of Luke chapter 21, verse 22, and this is what it says. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. Now, I'd like us to pay attention to some of the wording here in this, in, this chat, in this verse. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. If, we grew up, if you grew up in a, in, a, in a religious institution that really did not um, enforce or teach or bring out the history of the Israelites from the Old Testament, have really distressed New Testament teachings, um, how would you then understand this scripture right here. How do you understand the words of Christ right here, that all things which are written may be fulfilled? Remember, at this particular time, there was no so-called New Testament. When Christ made this statement, 
There was no Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, Corinthians. There was no New Testament. All we had was the so-called Old Testament and the Apocrypha. That's all we had. That's all he was referencing about all things which are written being fulfilled. This is why when we come back, Paul even came back and reminded the Israelites. In Romans chapter 15, verse 4, and let me pull that scripture up real quick. Let me pull that scripture up real quick. Again, this, this is why Paul had wrote this uh, in his letter to the Romans that we now use as part of what, uh, what became now the New Testament. Uh, Romans chapter 15, 15 and verse 4, it says, For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort other scriptures might have hope. So what was Paul referencing here when he wrote this letter to the Romans? That the things that were written aforetime, the scriptures that were written aforetime, the testimonies, the prophecies that were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures that we might have hope. And understanding how the Israelites now have been scattered throughout the Roman Empire, scattered throughout the world, that the, the, the ten and a half tribes, the nine and a half tribes had already been scattered throughout um, Asia, Asia, uh, Asia Minor, Europe, even all the way over here to the Americas, uh, the Incas, the Aztecs, the Mayans, um, uh, inhabiting North, Central, and South America. We had already been scattered over here you know, at the time of Christ and when Paul wrote this. We had already been scattered uh, uh, throughout the empire, the Roman Empire. Um, again, it culminated in 70 AD with us being a, our expulsion um, out of the promised land out of Jerusalem in 70 A.D., that now Christ said the reason that this happened is to accomplish the things that were written. All right. Going back to Luke chapter 21, verse 22. I'll close this, please. Hit this arrow button right here. I tell you, me, me and technology, we're have we, we having a box to match off. So I come back now to Luke chapter 21, 21 verse 22. It reads again, For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. And this we want, we want to now take a little bit further in-depth look at and study about this right here. What things were written that needed to be fulfilled concerning the days of vengeance that God was going to have against the Israelites. Not against the whole entire world, but against the Israelites that we were going to finally be kicked up out of the promised land, that, that that was it, that what things were written. So for that, please follow me and go into 1 Kings, chapter 14, verse 15. Let's go to 1 Kings, chapter 14, verse 15. And, it's, and it says, it reads, 1 Kings, chapter 14, verse 15. For the Lord shall smite Israel as a reed is shaken in the, in, in the water. And he shall root up Israel out of this good land, which he gave to their fathers, and shall scatter them beyond the river, because they have made their groves, provoking the Lord to anger. That again, um, as we go through some of this, I'm not going to be able to get all the scriptures about, about the Lord God trying to tell the Israelites, repent, get right, stop the things that you're doing, get it together. 
for over 1,500 years that the Lord God, just like a parent telling the child, don't make me get up. Hey, what's going on back there? What are y'all doing? Don't make me get up. And kids uh, uh, being, being uh, I'll use some, some kind words, rambunctious, uh, kids being kids, um, getting caught up into um, what they perceive to be fun, uh, getting caught up into uh, their imaginations or, or what have you, and not listening to the warnings that the parent gives. Y'all stop running in this house. Y'all stop doing this. Put them games down. Get your books. Study. Get ready for school. Um, all this different type of things, and the kids just got like, 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 like blinders on. <laughs> like, uh, got earbuds in the ears and ain't heard a damn thing the parent is saying. And it gets to a point where now that parent's got to go get the belt and, and get up out the chair. That from all the warnings and all that's been said, now you, you're making your force in my hand. I've I tried to use some verbal judo. Hey, stop. Don't make me come back there. Trying to use, the, again, like that verbal judo, use that dad voice, using that, 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 that you're going to make the bad mama come out. You're going to make the nasty mom come out. I don't want to be that. But if you continue operating and acting the way you, you – and, and the manner you're acting, there's going to be some consequences. There's going to be some consequences. It might be before, before the belt comes out, it might be, hey, y'all keep it up. I'm going to give y'all uh, extra chores. Hey, y'all keep it up. I'm, uh, y'all y'all going to be grounded. Y'all, 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 you're going to give up your phone. You're going to give up your, 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 your computer, computer time. You ain't going to be allowed to play no video games. No, no TV. Okay, you're grounded. No, you can't go to the football game. You can't go to 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 to, to the track meet. No, you're being punished. And if you keep it up, it's going to get worse. And the, and the kids, we not getting it. The kid will go ahead and keep doing something. And now, now the parents got to get a belt. Well, the Lord God did the same thing with the Israelites. And so finally, He had to root us up out of Israel out of his good land, which he gave to our fathers and scatter us beyond the river because we have made, uh, uh, made our groves provoking the Lord to anger. Now, when we look at groves, a grove was um, a basically like a shrine, um, a, a, a sentimental thing that, that we built with our own hands where, where we put in this shrine things that were sentimental to us that we learn from the other nations. There's a scripture that God says that um, under every green tree, we committed adultery against God. Now, when you consider how many green trees there might be in the land of Israel, which is part of the fertile crescent, which was, it is the most fertile land on the planet Earth, and that God said, under every green tree, we have followed another God, another nation, another culture, another, another um, idol. Under every green tree. That's how much whoredom the Israelites did against the Lord God. <laughs> 
and not keeping the covenant that that we would be his people and he would be our God. Basically, it was like a marriage covenant, that he would protect us, he would be our God if we stay true to him. We did not stay true to him. But God never broke his word. God never broke his, the covenant. The Israelites kept breaking the covenant. All right? From there, let's go to Isaiah chapter 22. Let's look at the book of Isaiah chapter 22. We're going to start at verse 17. We read Isaiah chapter 22, verses 17 through 19. Isaiah chapter 22, verses 17 through 19. And it reads, Behold, the Lord will carry thee away with a mighty captivity and will surely cover thee. He will surely, violently turn and toss it like a ball into a large country. There shalt thou die, and there the chariots of, of thy glory shall be the shame of the Lord's house. And I will drive thee from thy station, and from thy thy state shall he uh, pull thee down. Uh, so he's going to violently toss us like a ball out of our out of the promised land. Now yeah, he did this also with another nation, but he most definitely did it to the Israelites. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter twenty-nine, verse twenty-eight. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter twenty-nine, verse twenty-eight, and this reads. And the Lord God rooted them out of their land in anger. This is specifically speaking to the Israelites. And the Lord God rooted them out of their land in anger and in wrath and in great indignation and cast them into another land as it is this day. Again, there's some more prophecies. This was given to us by Moses before we entered to the promised land, that if we did not stay true to God and keep the covenant that we made with God, at the Mount Sinai, where we received the Ten Commandments, and the nation of Israel actually heard the voice of God. And we made a covenant. And we said, all that God has said, we will do. We said, we do. I do. Like, I said, like a marriage covenant, like a marriage contract. And we broke that. And, and Moses was warning us over and over and over repeatedly. And we're going to get some of these things. That if we don't stay true to this, jealous God. He is jealous. We should not worship any other God besides him. It tells you in, in Proverbs that jealousy is the rage of a man. Let me get that scripture real quick. I, I, I'm not gonna, I ain't got time. Rage, man. When we read Proverbs, chapter 6, verse 34. Proverbs, chapter 6, and verse 34. This is what it's written. Proverbs, chapter 6, and verse 34. It said, matter of fact, I'm going to start at verse 32. I'm going to start at verse 32. Um, actually, I'm, I'm going to start at verse 29 to kind of bring this into context of, about how God thinks and how God puts things together, especially concerning the nation of Israel that he says he married. That he, that he says in Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 14, return on backsliding children, uh, daughter, for I am married unto you. The Lord God made a marriage contract, covenant, promise with the nation of Israel. We became his wife. By worshiping the other gods and, and wanting to be with the other nations, with their ideas, with their philosophies, with their feasts, their rituals, their, their customs, 
the Lord God looked at it as adultery. Now, this is what Solomon tried to, tried to give us a clue, a clue about. When we read Proverbs chapter 6, verse 29, so that he that goeth in into, for he that goeth into his neighbor's wife, whosoever touches her shall not be innocent. Listen up, y'all. This is what the wisdom Solomon was trying to give to us. He says, men do not despise a thief if he still to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. It's, uh, it's kind of understandable that if someone was just, you, you haven't, hey, you've been starving. So you, you stole some bread because you and your family have just been starving. Men don't despise that. that, that that's understandable. You and your family were, were, were starving. Y'all needed. So to feed your family, you, you stole some bread. You stole some food. That's understandable. But listen what it says also. Verse 31, if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He shall give all the substance of his house. So cool. You and your family were hungry, but you stole. You didn't come and ask. You didn't come and, and do it the right way. But it's understandable. You had you felt desperate about you and your family situation, and you stole some bread. Cool, but now you got to restore what you stole sevenfold. You got to give up all your substance of your house. You stole you stole some food. That's bread because you were desperate. And you had to feed your family. Proverbs chapter six verse thirty two. But whoso committeth adultery with a woman lacketh understanding. Now you don't took your neighbor's wife. Uh, you, you're going in. You don't took your neighbor's wife. You lack understanding. That no, it's not. We're two consensual, consenting adults, um, and uh, you know, contrary to what Jagged Edge used to sing, he can't love you like I love you. You know it's true. No, or, or, or the Nelly song with, with, with um, it's all in my head. I can't get over over again. Y- y'all know what I'm talking about, especially old school R and B, whatever. That for all the them the R and B songs where it becomes a passion. It was a look. She, she drove a red Corvette. All right, cool. All right, but when the, if you commit adultery with someone's wife, you can't pay that back. You can't say, well, I was just desperate, and it was just a need. I was just so hungry. No, that was a lust. There's a difference between a lust and a hunger. And now you want to did this here? You took your neighbor's wife? You really do like understanding. You don't get it. If you try to use the, the, the same philosophy or concept that we're, we consented, that, that he can't love you like I love you. That that uh, that when he he does this to you, does that to you? I'll always be here. No. No. You lack understanding how God does things. We lack understanding of how God looks at things. Is it he that doeth it destroyeth his own soul? That there's no way you, you, you're destroying your soul. Because you're just gonna, you're just feeding off your lust, that man and that woman, and um, and brother Tazapah, I'm talking Uncle Tazapah. Brother Tazapah has covered this extensively. Please check out ISBHBK Bible Talk uh, and go through. He covered uh, the the topic about uh, adultery and and um, mo- uh, a man having multiple wives. He's covered that extensively. 
including why we're supposed to have a marriage certificate and a marriage contract, doing things the right way, doing things the righteous way, God's way. But to commit adultery with your neighbor's wife, you, you're destroying your own soul because all you're doing is feeding it whatever it wants. Your cadence or whatever lust gets ignited within, within you. And that's showing any, any discipline, that's showing any, any um, uh, please don't. Give me one second, y'all. One second, one second, one second, one second. Hello, hello. I believe I'm still connected. I just I, I touched the the earbud to push it back in my ear, and I heard something. So I, I'm just I hope we're still broadcasting. All right, cool. Um, you destroy your own soul. Proverbs chapter six verse thirty three. A wound and dishonor shall he get, and his reproach shall not be wiped away. That, that what you did taking another man's woman, that that cannot be wiped away. I don't care how big of a house the two of y'all finally build, and y'all have kids, and and and. It seems like you'll live happily ever after. It's not going to be a mistake. It's not ever going to be wiped away. In God's eyes, you took somebody else's wife. You took somebody else's woman. Verse 34. For jealousy is the rage of a man. Therefore, he will not spare in the day of vengeance. When Moses kept warning us, you know, the beginning of the Ten Commandments, thou shalt have no other gods before me, for the Lord thy God is a jealous God. God is jealous. We've been a spouse to, to him and him only. We married him. And uh, Solomon is trying to let us know and deal with jealousy. That's the rage of a man. Where does a man get it from? From God. God is jealous. His name is jealous. Therefore, he will not spare in the day of vengeance. That when that husband finds out what, what happened, what, what's going on, as much as even in, in, the, in the law books, in, in, in contra, as amazing as it is believed, that it's understood even in, in, in the most wicked justice system on the planet Earth, the American justice system, that there's crimes of passion, that there is temporary insanity, crimes of passion in dealing with adultery. Verse 35, Proverbs 6, verse 35. He will not regard any ransom, neither will he rest content, though thou givest many gifts. Ain't nothing you can do. Once you've enraged and ignited and got us to that, we've gotten to that point, there's nothing you can give as a, I'm sorry, my bad, forget. There's, there's, nothing, there's nothing you can do. So for the Israelites to be warned over and over and over again, over and over again. It's all in our heads. You damn right. That Moses was trying to warn us. Again, in Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 28. Going back to Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 28. And the Lord would have been out of their land in anger and in wrath and in great indignation and cast them into another land as it is this day. Let's stay in the book of Deuteronomy. And more warnings by the, uh, the great prophet and king, Moses, that led us out of the Egyptian captivity, who saved us, was a savior. God used him as a savior to save us the very first time out of captivity. 
out of slavery under the hand of the Egyptians. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 25. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 25. The Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies. Thou shalt go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them, and shall be removed into all kingdoms of the earth. What happened in Luke chapter 21, verse 24? Christ told us that it, it, it's going to happen. And all Christ was doing was, was fulfilling all things that are written. That now we're going to be removed, that we're going to go to war against these, these, our enemies, against these nations that God's going to send against us because of our sins, and we're going to go in captivity. We're going to go in captivity. We're going to go in slavery, most definitely. We're going to be kicked out the promised land out of God's house, out of his sight. And, and again, here in Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 25, and shall be removed into all kingdoms of the earth. When, the, when Israel got split, it happened with the northern kingdom of Israel. In 722 B.C., under the Assyrian, the hand, God used the Assyrians to accomplish that in 722 B.C., 722 years before Christ. 722 years before the common era, whichever one you want to use, that the northern kingdom of Israel, because of our repeated adultery and cycle of being adulterous, being whores against God, by wanting to be like the other nations, celebrate their holidays, celebrate their, their, their festivals, their feasts, their rituals, Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, um, uh, Bacchus, uh, Saturnalia, uh, even, even when they celebrate their, their New Year's in the dead of winter as opposed to God's New Year, being in springtime. We wanted to be like the nation so bad, so much. And we loved their rituals. We loved their way of doing things. Because it, it was we looked at that, that's freedom. That following the Lord God is too restrictive. There's no freedom. There's no liberty. I want to think outside the box. I want to experience whatever this life has to offer. YOLO. We have experienced and, and, and showed this mentality for so long that, that Moses warned this young, keep this up, and you will be removed into all kingdoms of the earth. You will be kicked out of God's house. You know, I, I'm going to think about that, that, that song, uh, Run DMC. I, I'm old, hey. I'm, I'm old. I'm old. Run DMC had a song called Whose House? Now, they said Run's house, but it should have been, you know, God's house. And if I'm down with the king, down with the king. And we're down with the king. No, we weren't down with the king. No, we've not been down with the king. We we have been adulterous and we've been against the, the king. So we finally had to get kicked out of his house. But he warned us and gave us so many warnings, gave us so many chances. Staying in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 20, verse 49. Staying in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 20, verse 49. And this is all I was going to describe to the T from the time that Moses told us this, coming into the promised land. And after 40 years of walking through the wilderness, I said, I'm coming to the promised land, almost to the, to the letter of what was going to happen to us in 78 AD. That, that was going to be the last time we as Israelites were going to be in the promised land because of our sins. Even though we had been in many captivities and had been saved, from those many captivities, we still kept the cycle up of, of worshiping and wanting to be like the nations. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 49. 
the Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flieth. And it is, again, it's not a coincidence that the Romans happen to carry their emblem, their national emblem, happened to be the eagle. That's not a coincidence. Again, the Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth. And as we went over yesterday, that Vespasian was called from Great Britain to come and deal with the Jews. The Roman Empire had extended all the way to Great Britain, Spain, France, and Vespasian had been called all the way from Great Britain, but what the Romans called the end of the world, the end of the earth, all the way back to Palestine, to Jerusalem, to defeat the Jews. Are we going to act like, like th- th- these are just some amazing coincidences? No. We're dealing with what Moses had prophesied to, the, to us, that if we kept this BS going. This is what it's going to get to. This is what's going to happen. Uh, verse 29 again. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flies. A nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. We were, we were familiar with Hebrew. We were familiar with um, the land of, of the Canaanites, the Babylonians, the, the Assyrians. What was the, a language we were not familiar with? Latin. French. You know, the, the Romance languages, the five languages that sprang from the Roman Empire. Um, what, what are those damn things? The main one being Latin. The main one being Latin. Which is where we get this damn English from, from Latin, German, and Spanish. The Romance languages. French, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, uh, Romanian, Catalan, whatever the hell that is, Latin, uh, Galatian, and... Akitan. I don't know what, I've never heard of a damn thing before in my life. But the Romance languages are from Wikipedia, French, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, uh, Romanian, and Latin. And we'll just go with those. What are the seven Romance languages? Let me see if I got it here. According to a 2021 edition of Ethnologue, the most, the most widely spoken of these languages are Spanish, Portuguese, French, Italian, uh, and Romanian. Spanish where we get, you know, Latin from. So we didn't have a no understanding about these languages, about that language. That was foreign to us. Just like English is foreign to us, like Spanish, even though it's not foreign no more, was foreign to us. Really on. Verse 50, a nation of fierce consonants. I'm sorry, I'm back to Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 50. A nation of fierce continents, which shall not regard the person of the old, nor shall favor to the young. And he shall eat the fruit of thy cattle and the fruit of thy land, until thou be destroyed, which also shall not leave thee either corn, wine, or oil, or the increase of thy kind, or flocks of thy sheep, until he have destroyed thee. If this ain't prophesying what happened in 70 A.D., I don't know what is. 
I don't know what it is. And then jump to the conquest of America when Columbus and Murder Incorporated first got over here, when the Pilgrims first, first slaughtered people at Pilgrim Rock, Plymouth Rock, when the, the Spanish conquistadors, when the Portuguese came and invaded and conquered and destroyed and genocided, unalived South America, bring in their Spanish, their Portuguese, their French, their German, their English, with them. To the Americas, history repeated itself by the same people against the same people. Reading on, when I say the same people, meaning the Edomites, white people, Caucasians, they did it to the Jews in 70 AD and in 1492. Reading on, verse 52, and he shall besiege thee in gates until thy high and thin walls come down. This is what Titus actually did. When thou, uh, uh, thou trustest throughout all thy land, and he shall besiege thee in, in all thy gates throughout all thy land, which the Lord thy God has given thee, and thou shalt eat the fruit of thy own body, the flesh of thy sons and of thy daughters. Remember, we was going over yesterday about the um, from uh, um, Josephus, War of the Jews, chapter nine, uh, chapter six, book nine, uh, book nine, chapter six. Uh, Give me one second. I got it right here. I got to scroll up. I got to scroll up. A lot of pages, a lot, a lot of study. Um, from War of the Jews, uh, War of the Jews, Book 6, Chapter 9, right? War of the Jews, Book 6, Chapter 9, it, it, it does describe how the famine, how food was burnt, Within the, the the walls of Jerusalem, after after the, the Romans had already conquered the rest of the land, and that we actually committed cannibalism, we were actually eating the flesh of our children. But this was a combination. This was God's vengeance being unleashed upon, like Russell Crowe standing in Gladiator, unleash hell. God unleashed hell upon us in 70 A.D that we ate the flesh of our children and of each other. Not this, we're the victims. No, no, not us. We, we're just doing it. No, 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 uh, no, no. The Lord God is jealous, a jealous God. Verse 52 again. Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 52 again. And he shall besiege thee in all thy gates until the high and fence walls come down. Wherein thou trustest throughout all thy land, and he shall besiege thee in, in all thy gates throughout all thy land, which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Verse 53. And thou shalt eat the fruit of thy own body, the flesh of thy sons and of thy daughters, which the Lord thy God hath given thee in the siege and in the straightness, wherewith thine enemies shall distress thee. If, 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 if this was not accomplished in 70 AD, I don't. You, there's no other event in history that describes it in such detail this prophecy that Moses gave the Israelites of what was going to happen. What we didn't figure out was that it was going to take 1,500 years. Then the Lord God didn't do this immediately. This was a 1,500-year process until finally it got to this point. 
Verse 54. So that the man that is tender among you and very delicate, his eyes shall be evil towards his brother and toward the wife of his bosom and toward the remnant of his children, which he shall lead. That everybody was getting their ghosts on. Everybody was getting their ghosts on and didn't care about family, didn't care about kids, didn't care about nobody. This destruction that God was bringing in, at the, in 70 AD, every man for himself. That's why Christ told us, what is the matter of the child? I am being joined by Brother Gabarkawa. Hold on one second, please. Hey, Shalom, what's good? Yahweh Bashem, Yahweh Bashem, Shalom, sir. Yahweh Bashem, Yahweh Shabbat Shalom. All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, if you want to join us in, in the reading, we're in Deuteronomy chapter 28, and we're now in verse 55. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 55. Actually, we start, start at 54. <clears throat> the time is 10.05 a.m. Right. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 55. 54. 54. 54 reads, So that the man that is tender among you and very delicate, his eyes shall be evil toward his brother and toward the wife of his bosom and toward the remnant of his children, which he shall leave. Remember, Christ told us when you see Jerusalem pass your armies, when it was yesterday, they know that the desolation of it is nigh and that these be the days of vengeance, that, that, that this is going to be God accomplishing his wrath upon the Israelites and that we were finally going to be destroyed, kicked out, massacred, murdered um, um, out of the land and landed into captivity and kicked out of the promised land. And one of the things he said was, woe to them that are with child. Because in 70 AD, we always use this description here describing um, what's going on here in America. Uh, again, because we don't know our history, we're bound to repeat it, that this is the consequence of why we have so many single-parent families in America today. But where this first took place at was 70 AD, that, that every man was going for himself, that he left, he left wife, children, literally running from, from the Romans. The Romans were so bloodthirsty. God had such a bloodthirst in the, the Romans. It literally was every man for himself. We left everybody. Because God was this furious with us. And again, it took place. Moses gave us this almost 1,500 years. He gave us this warning down there 1,500 years before God actually, Holy Spirit, activated before he actually activated this against the Israelites. 1,500 years, 1,500 years after Moses told us this is when finally God had this prophecy come true. Reading on. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 55. Okay. So that he will not give to any of them of the flesh of his children whom he shall eat. And we were literally eating our kids. We were committing cannibalism. Y'all watching this damn show, uh, Dahmer. Right, my apologies, y'all. My, my apologies, y'all. Again, the technology, we, we wrestling, we fighting. I keep hitting the earbuds and they keep falling out of my ears. 
and I keep hitting the button, so forgive me. But we, we get caught up, what I was saying was we get so caught up in, in, in Jeffrey Dahmer and how, how could this, he, this dude was so evil and so satanic, he was actually eating black people. Shit, guess what black people was doing in 70 AD? We were eating our children, literally, because God was so pissed off at us. And we, we didn't care about our kids anyway, because we were already trying to teach them even back then. The things like like birthdays. We were teaching them things like Valentine's Day. We were teaching them things like 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 Christmas, Easter. We were already get, giving them in, into sports, like the YMCA's of today. Forgetting all about God, we didn't care about them. See, so yeah, it got to the point where we were literally eating our own children, because God had cut off all food, cut off everything that we were already so goddamn selfish. Yeah, the Israelites, niggas, everybody we want to be like, no, no, we're the victims. No, we can't believe the white man's doing this to us. No, I, oh, my God, black lives do matter. Then how can we say the same damn thing when we should be teaching our kids the right way for over 1,500 years in the promised land? Oh, the white man's just so evil. He's just so, man, black people need to come together. Damn right, we do need to come together under God's righteousness. And for over 1,500 years, we had the warnings from Moses telling us this is going to happen. We're going to keep committing adultery against God, keep trying to follow our own mind, our own imagination, our own stupid thoughts. Well, let's, let's do it like how the nations do it. And God kept punishing us, bringing us captivity, cutting food off, drying up the resources. And I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, God, we're sorry. Oh, God, we're sorry. Forgive us and deliver us, okay? Moses, go get him. Joshua, go get him. Go get him. Arthur, go get him. Ehud, go get him. Deborah, Barak, go get him. Shamgar, go get him. Samson, go get him. Uh, Saul, go get him. That's it. No, no, no more. No, no more. Spit the kingdom. Y'all keep it up. Assyria, go get them now. Get them out of my house. Get them out of my land. We still kept up the, the BS? All right, cool. First, y'all going to be in the Babylonian captivity. We'll get you the land name. I, I brought you back. Cool. But you still in captivity. You ain't going to make captivity to the person of the means. Still in captivity. Even though you're in the land. I'll let you rebuild the temple. You're still in captivity. Then we'll bring the Greeks. Still in captivity, but y'all still don't want to get it right. You still want to be like the other nations. All right, cool. I'll bring the Romans. And now by the time I bring the Romans, it's been 1,500 years since my servant Moses told y'all niggas, if y'all keep it up, this is what's going to happen. And we just want to be in so much disbelief. Oh, my God. Who, who wants to serve a God like that? Ugh. He's jealous. Who wants to be with a man who's jealous? Ain't nobody want to be with a guy who's jealous. You can't do nothing. Verse 56. Oh, come on. Deuteronomy chapter 28 56 reads, The tender and delicate woman among you, which would not adventure to set the sole of her foot upon the ground for delicateness and tenderness, her eye shall be evil toward the husband 
of her bosom and toward her son and toward her daughter. Really are? And toward her young one that cometh out from between her feet and toward her children which she shall bear. For she shall eat them for want of all things secretly in the siege and straightness wherewith thine enemy shall distress thee in thy gates. Now, a lot of Israelites, again, we use, use this Deuteronomy, this prophecy in Deuteronomy, to describe uh, what, what's going on here in America, um, the dysfunctional families that we have in America. But to hell with that. Before we even, I'm not even touching that madness right now. We, we were literally, everything I saying about that, we, that was going to happen in 70 AD, this is what we was doing. We weren't innocent. We weren't pure. We weren't delicate. We, we, it wasn't that it was too uh, male toxic. It wasn't that it was, it was uh, 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 masculine toxicity, and you don't understand feminism and, 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 and the right to womanhood. To, to be damned to hell with that. By the time Seventh-day AD come, came, we had been so opposed to God's laws, God's protection, God's way of doing things, rejecting everything God had to do and all the punishments that God led up to this, trying to warn us, I'm, I'm going to have to get it seven times more worse until y'all get this shit right, or the hammer's got to fall. And what happened? The hammer had to fall, 70 AD. Jump down to verse 63. Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 63. Fine. And it shall come to pass that as the Lord rejoiced over you to do you good and to multiply you, so the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy you and to bring you to naught. And ye shall be plucked from off the land whither thou goest to possess it. Uh, we, we, we don't listen. The same way God rejoiced to save us from the Egyptians, to show his power, to show why he's the man. To show why he should be respected, loved, and adorned. He should be thanked, appreciated for all he did for the nation of Israel. He destroyed the Egyptians for us. That, he made, that made him happy. But we want to come back and not be appreciative, and we want to come back and we want to purposefully make sure that we serve other nations. And say, well, God, if you love me, you give me things I want. God, if you love me, you can sit in my feelings. God, if you would love me, you would, you, would, you would think about, you know, maybe I don't want to serve and do things your way. Maybe you should have more consideration for how I think about things. Maybe you should have more consideration for, look, I understand you think, God, that that was love. But, God, that's not how you show me love. God, you give me everything that I want. If I want to be a whore, if I want to be a whoremonger, if I want to, want to uh, I don't want to think the way you think about things. I want to be free to be like the other nations. I want to be uh, recognized for my sports ability. So the other nations, they do the Olympics. They do things like that, and they got fame, glory. They got a name for themselves. I want to do those type of things. And they do it naked, so what? I, 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 hey, I, if you don't love me, if I don't love me, who, who else is? So I, I want to do things like how they do things. And I, I'm really upset, God, that you're upset that, that I like these things. Well, guys, you know what? This is going to be where we're going to disagree to disagree. You know, God, you got to get, uh, until God, you get some act right, God. Until you get some act right, no, I'm not going to serve you. No, I'm not going to love you until you give me what I want. 
and I want to be a whore. I want to be, I, I'm a man in the nation of Israel, but I'm a whore because I don't want to do things your way, God. And then I want to get mad when my woman tricks on me. I'm going to get mad when my, my, my wife is, is, is a whore and adulterous. I, I know, no, God, it's a totally different situation. See, God, you're spiritual, but this woman is my flesh. I have my flesh inside her flesh. God, you don't understand. This is happening to me. This is going down with me. It's different. The hell it is. The hell it is. We just don't get how much we piss God off. Over a 1,500-year period. 1,500 years. And we kept up with our BS. So, yes, God got to the point where he did rejoice over us to destroy us. That's what a jealous man does. That's what a jealous God does. We're not the victims. We ought to be sitting and wondering, how come I don't have this? How come I don't have that? God, if you was with me, I should be having these type of things. I should be having this type of prosperity. God, where are you at? God, why you kill my mom? Why you kill my, 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 my best friend? Why you do this? Why you do that? God, why? God, why? God, where were you? God, you get more you get more flies with honey than you do with doodle, God. Like we're gonna give God advice on how he should be doing things. Over fifteen hundred years. Reading on, on verse verse sixty four. Time. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people. And it's going to be the point that we're going to be scattered among all people. Go ahead. From the one end of the earth, even unto the other. And there shall, and there thou shalt serve other gods, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. From this, from from here in America, this goddamn Islam, to goddamn the the, the wooden cross of Christianity. Or the, the wooden stone. Remember, money used to be stones, gold, silver. Then now we work for money. Wood, paper, money, the dollar bill, money. That's now our God. What people do for money. But we've already been doing this bull, this, 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 this psychopathic, this, 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 this demonic Mindset, we was already doing this, this BS in the promised land for over 1,500 years before God finally got to this point. We're going to be scattered out of the good land, and he's going to rejoice to do it. And now we have, to, we have to work our asses off to try and get money, to try and get WIC, to try and get food stamps, to try and tr- take care of basic damn needs. And we want to get so mad at the government, so mad at this, so mad at that. that how come, uh, why I got rid of so much red tape? Why I got to be so damn hard? Because we're that damn hard-headed. And we want to sit up here and talk about we have dep- I'm, I'm depressed. I, 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 I don't want to do nothing. The only luck I have is bad luck. I don't never get nothing good. You're damn right. We don't get nothing good. Because we don't do good. 
But it's not like we weren't warned. It's not like God didn't warn us for over 1,500 years before we got finally kicked our asses out of, of, of the promised land in 70 AD by the Romans. From there, let's go to uh, Hosea, chapter 5, verse 15. Hosea, chapter 5, verse 15. The book of Hosea, chapter 5, verse 15. Come on. Hosea, chapter 5, verse 15. <clears throat> I will go and return to my place till they acknowledge their offense and seek my face in their affliction. They will seek me early. We, we, again, this, this, is, this, is, this is how we know we don't read the Bible. We don't read the Bible for, for, for a damn thing. We can read the damn Quran. We can read the damn 40 Laws of Power. We can read the hip-hop rules, the biggest Ten Crack Commandments, the Law of the Streets, the Code of the Streets. We can read every law journal, Black Code Law Journal. We can read all that bullshit, but we won't read the Bible. This is what God says. I will go and return to my place. Remember God. Remember when God finished his work? That he went to a place to rest? That God has a place that he rests. I can only imagine what that must be like, what it looks like. Where the angels and God go to rest? God don't need us. We need him. God is saying here, Hosea 5, I will go and return to my place till they have acknowledged their offense. And we always want to bitch about all that we're going through, how hard things are, that why, why, why my life is to be like this. I, I went through, uh, um, uh, um, I was abused as a child. I went through this. This happened to me. That happened to me. Why? Where was God at? You want to know where God was at? God went back to his place. Till, and he's going to stay there until we acknowledge our offenses. And until we seek God's face. To get to seek somebody's faces, you're doing things to get their approval. You're doing things to get them to look at you. Not this, this, this madness that any attention it's good attention. So I'm going to act a plumb damn fool. I'm going to make God look at me. See it. God is in his place. You know, you know like somebody gets, gets, you get put on a, um, somebody's block list. Like somebody on the phone, they block your number. So you can't call them, can't text them, can't, that, that they're not receiving anything from you. That's like God going to his place. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or no longer in service. If you feel you've reached according to error, um, uh, Search the number and call back again. We're going to sit here and lie in this damn song. I got Jesus on the hotline. The hell you do. The hell we do. And we, I just love going to church and singing. David said, look, how can I sing the most High song in a strange land? How can I really be joyful and sing God's praise in a strange land and I'm in captivity? But, you know, God says that we love this crap. We still hate him. But no problem. God is, t- is letting us know. Real talk? For real, for real? 100? Keeping it a buck? Keeping it above? God says, Hosea 5.15, read again. 
time. Hosea chapter 5 and verse 15 reads, I will go and return to my place till they acknowledge their offense and seek my face. In their affliction, they will seek me early. This is why we get afflicted. But we still don't want to listen. We still, all the things we go through, and we're still trying to find ways around it. I just go ahead and give, I'm going to give me a law degree. I'm going to give me a degree. I'm going to go ahead, uh, I'm going to be in these streets. I'll be the most ruthless. I'm going to be on death row. I'm, 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 I'm going to be a bad boy. I'm going to be murdering. I'm going to, I'm going to do all this type of shit, the slaughterhouse. I'm going to get mine. Or I'm going to be a gospel singer. GP, are you with me? I'm going to, I'm going, I'm not going to let God, I ain't going to let God win. I'm going to find my happiness. I'm going to find me some stress relief. If I'm smoking cigarettes, I'm smoking weed, I'm smoking fentanyl, crack, um, heroin, uh, uh, crystal meth, I'm going to find me some goddamn escape. I am not, I'm not going to let God win. I'd rather kill myself than just admit I've been wrong against God. And I'm going to cry, and I'm going to bitch, and I'm going to be angry until God changes. Oh, oh, okay, okay, keep that plan up. See, see how it's been working. See how that's worked for us for the 1,500 years until 70 AD came, and since 70 AD until 2023, how well has that plan worked? Oh, you, you, you're dealing with stress? You're dealing with, 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 with this type of health issue? That health issue? Oh, you're dealing with depression? Oh, you're dealing with, with schizophrenia? You're dealing with paranoia? Oh, really? Huh. Why don't you acknowledge what you've been doing wrong to God? Why don't you acknowledge that, and then maybe that's, that'll stop. Maybe that's what we need to do. You're afraid of things to go bump in the night? Maybe that's because you know God ain't with you. Why don't we acknowledge what we've been doing wrong against God? Not wrong against the Constitution. Not wrong against, against the, the cold of the streets. Not wrong against, against whatever. Why don't we finally admit we've been doing wrong against God? So God will come out of his place. From there. I'm going to go to um, the Cambridge Bible Commentary. I, I got this. I, I got this. I'm going to the Cambridge Bible Commentary, and it's going to give us a commentary on Leviticus chapter 26, verses 14 through 39. It's going to give us a commentary on Leviticus chapter 26, verses 14 through 39. We've covered Leviticus 26, 14 through 39. It's just God going over a list of, of curses and punishment, and how he's going to have to keep increasing the punishment to the Israelites until finally we're going to be kicked out of the land. And we're going to captivity. We're going to, we're going to um, suffer need, suffer loss, su- suffer um, our crops not to come through. We're going to suffer um, um, badness while we were still in the land of Israel until finally, after all those punishments, we still refuse to do things the way God wants things done. We still want a God to accept our way of looking at things, our perspective, our understanding, and not even trying to change to say God's way as a nation, as a nation. So I'm going to read this now. We've covered that. Go back and ch- uh, uh, check out our series, um, uh, ISBHBK Bible Talk, on I, um, um, iPod, iHeart Radio Podcast, iHeart, um, uh, Apple iTunes Podcast, uh, Podcast Addict, Google Podcast, or www.blogtalkradio.com. 
we've covered this extensively. Um, just start with, with, with in the series, biblical salvation. Start there and come forward. Now I'm going to read the summary about Leviticus chapter 26, verses 14 through 39. When we read Leviticus chapter 26, verses 14 through 39, it says, These are the penalties that shall uh, uh, ensue if Israel prove disobedient. And you can also match this with Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15 through 68. It says they are arranged in five groups, right? From Leviticus chapter 26, verses 16 through 18. Then, then he has to increase the punishment with Leviticus chapter 26, verses 19 through 20. Then he has to increase the punishment again with Leviticus chapter 20, 21. Then he has to increase the punishment again with Leviticus chapter 26, verse 32. Then he has to increase the punishment even more um, with Leviticus chapter um, 26, verses 27 through 39. Overthrow and exile of the nation. Now, that was from the Cambridge Bible um, um, commentary. Now I'm going to read Matthew Henry's concise commentary on the same verses, from Leviticus chapter 26, verses 14 to 39. This is from the Matthew Henry's Concise Commentary. Y'all can look it up. If you have a, um, um, a laptop or a desktop, I highly recommend that you download Eastward. Um, if you need the, 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 the proper link or the right link for Eastward, it's free. You shouldn't have to pay for it. Please go to isbhpk.com. They have a link in their study tools to how to get to Eastward. The Eastward is 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 the one of the greatest Bible apps I've ever been in possession of. That on my old computer, I've got like forty different commentaries, and 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 I've got like thirty something Bibles, and I think I have the last count was like like thirty something dictionaries. I've got the the uh, Antiquities of the Jews, uh, the War of the Jews. I've got atlases, maps. Um, uh, historical reference records, all for free, all for free. And and once you download it, you can use it offline. You don't need the internet to uh, to, to have access to it. Download it at, at your discretion. They they have a, a version for um, iPhones and for Android. I think it's called MySword. But it, it, there's such large large files, your your phone will be slow from downloading all the information they have on there. Again, it, it highly recommended. Get it at your discretion. Uh, Matthew Henry's concise commentary on Leviticus chapter 26, verses 14 through 39. After God, this, this is Matthew Henry's concise commentary, and go do your research on who Matthew Henry is and who Cambridge was, that these men were, were, were they, didn't, they, they, didn't, they weren't dealing with the Bible as a hobby that their main job was to make sure that they, they, had, they had to go to work because they had to pay bills, because they had to eat, because they had to take care of their family. And then after they, they went to work, um, working the nine to five, working whatever, then whatever time they had left, um, they kind of studied the Bible for maybe an hour a night, two hours a night, um, you know, read a chapter, you know, every other day, and now they will give their opinion about it. No, these men's lives were dedicated to the study of the Bible. These men's lives, that was their job, was to study the Bible, was to study reference books, archaeology, history, to become true scholars. How can you be a true scholar and you, and, and you work another job? That's one thing I'm, I'm so sick of with, 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 with Hebrew Israelites right now, that we, we have the nerve to call ourselves Bible scholars, and we only study maybe an hour a fucking day. 
and you want to call it a Bible study, hell to the no. Anyway, Matthew Henry's concise commentary. Leviticus 26, verses 14 to 39. After God has set the blessing before them, which would make them a happy people if they would be obedient, he here sets the curse before them, the evils which would make them miserable if they were disobedient. Two things would bring ruin. Number one, a contempt of God's commandments, that they that reject the precepts will come at last to renounce the covenant. And this is what we did. The second thing, a contempt of his corrections. If they will not learn obedience by the things they suffer, God himself will be against them. And this is the root and cause of all their misery. And also, the whole creation will be at war with them. All God's sore judgments will be sent against them. The threatenings here are very particular. They were prophecies. And he that foresaw all uh, their rebellions knew they would prove so. Temporal judgments are threatened. Those who will not be uh, parted from their sins by the commands of God shall be parted from them by judgments. Those wicked, I'm sorry, those wedded to their lusts will have enough of them. Spiritual judgments are threatened, which would seize the mind. They should find no acceptance with God. A guilty conscience would be their continual terror. It is righteous with God to leave those to despair of pardon who presume to sin. And it is owing to free grace if we are not left to pine away in the iniquity we were born in and, and have lived in. I wanted to read that again. That is not like we never that we, we, we get this this mentality of I never knew. It wasn't me. <coughs> it was them. God, get this. Why are you getting on me, God? Because we some wicked niggas. Because we're a wicked nation. Because of all the chances he has been given us to finally get to the 70 AD, the northern kingdom had already been kicked out. But we didn't take that for an example that God, you know, it's, it's like if you have two, two, two brothers, the oldest brother gets his ass kicked for, for his conduct, his misbehavior, for the things he's doing. And the younger brother sees the older brother get his ass kicked. But instead of like, like, you know, I see what he went through. I ain't going to do the same thing. The, the younger brother comes back and does worse. And then wants to act like, what, uh, what, what, uh, what the hell? Why is this going on? You idiot. Why the hell did you follow your stupid older brother? When you saw the punishment and the trouble and the shit he was getting into, why would you follow his dumb ass? Because you loved him? If you loved him, why don't you correct his dumb ass with the scriptures? Are you just being true to some code? Blood is thicker than water? The fuck are you, where do you get that dumb shit from? 
But this is what Israel did to the Most High. We saw the Northern Kingdom. The Most High kicked the Northern Kingdom's ass. Kicked him out of his house. Judah stayed back. But did we look at what happened to, to the Northern Kingdom? And did we get our act together? Hell no, we didn't. Then finally, we had to have our asses kicked out the house also. We had to kick rocks. But it's not like God didn't warn us. Let's go to Leviticus, chapter 26, verse 33. Let's go to Leviticus, chapter 26, verse 33. Leviticus, chapter 26, and verse 23. 33. 33. 33 reads, and I will scatter you among the heathen. And will draw out a sword after you, and your land shall be desolate, and your cities waste. Okay, it's not like he didn't tell us, and it's not like he didn't warn us. Brother, I'm going to tell y'all this straight up. <laughs> I just did, I just did a, 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 a search. I went, I went to to uh, again to my, to my Eastward. And put in a search for the word scattered. I put in a search for the word scattered. And and it gives you in in, in uh, biblical order, everywhere, as well as I mentioned the word scattered. So I went through and got these scriptures. This is what we're about to get into right now. This is what, me, this is what we're going to get into right now. That remember, Christ warned us that from Leviticus, not from Luke, Chapter 21, verse 22, that these be the days of vengeance, that all things that are written may be fulfilled. For as many times over the 50, past 1,500 years that God sent his servants, God sent the prophets to tell Israel, act right, get right. And we refused. Then we see the northern kingdom get kicked out of the house, get kicked out of the promised land. And the Jews still refused to get right. Now God had to get us out. Now God had to not, now now it has to cut you. Now it has to get you. Get you, get you, ay, 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 yeah. He started whooping that ass. Deuteronomy chapter four verse twenty seven. Deuteronomy chapter four verse twenty seven. Deuteronomy chapter four verse twenty seven reads, <clears throat> and the Lord shall scatter you. Among the nations, and ye shall be left few in number among the heathen, whither the Lord shall lead you. So we're the minorities. So we're gonna kick out the promised land, and we're gonna we're gonna be among the nations, and we're gonna be the minorities. Wow! Ain't that about a bitch? Now we're the minorities, and we're we're fighting for civil rights. We're fighting for 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 for. For justice, we want to be recognized as humans. I'm a man. I'm a man. You take these here bullets for them in their streets. I am woman. Kimmy Roar. From the cover of my breast to the whatever, whatever. I am woman. No, we're a bunch of rebellious. Hard-headed, stubborn, rebellious niggers. Whether we speak Spanish, Portuguese, French, Creole, or English. Or Patois, let me not forget. 
We have been scattered now among the nations, among the heathen. This was accomplished, finally getting kicked out of the promised land in 70 A.D. by the Romans. In much wrath, in much anger, and much of God's indignation. Deuteronomy chapter 28, let's read verse 64 again. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 64 again. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 64 reads, And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people from the one end of the earth even unto the other, and there thou shalt serve other gods which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. And now we over here worshiping the, the, the damn Ankh. We over here worshiping some damn, uh, uh, from, from the Ankh to Kwanzaa to, to some damn Swahili madness to some damn NAACP madness to, to you name it. Worshiping education. You got to get you a degree, your high school degree, your college degree. Education is power. You got you, you to get your, your – uh, you, you, you got academic, academic smarts. You got to get your street smarts up. We're serving all these other gods and rituals and, and things, the same type of thing that got kicked out of the promised land in the first damn place. This stuff on stupid. Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 26. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 26. Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 26 reads, I said, I would scatter them into corners. I would make the remembrance of them to cease from among men. Uh, this is God speaking, y'all. This is God speaking through Moses. Moses tried to tell us what God, what, what God's, what points we'll get to. I said, I would scatter them into Corners, you know, the four corners of the earth, north, south, east, west. I will scatter them into corners. I will make the remembrance of them to cease from me. I'm going to have some people remember who the hell these, these, these people are. They're going to be known as niggas, thugs, entertainers. But Israelites, God's chosen, hell no. Y'all ain't my people. I know what y'all ask. Hell no. I, you, yeah, I, I'm taking my name away from y'all. Y'all gonna be niggas, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, Central Indians, Latinos, Chinese, Brazilians, Colombians, Armenians, Mexicans. Y'all gonna be Crips, Thugs, Latin Kings, uh, uh, the, the the fucking Carvels, whatever the hell y'all come up with. Democrats, Republicans. Uh, Alphas, Greeks, uh, 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 Protestants, uh, Catholics, y'all going to be anything else. I don't want people to know that you're my people. Y'all the hip-hop nation, you damn right. Y'all are hip-hop. You damn right. You ain't the Israelites. You ain't my people. Hell to the no. My people, I ain't brought them up that way. My sons, my daughters, at no time ever tell them or teach them or train them to do shit that way. You're not my people. 
I don't make the world forget that. Forget that these are the Israelites. Forget that. No, y'all, 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 you know, y'all, 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 I'll make sure the world forgets that these are the Israelites. Embarrassing my name like this. Do what the hell you want to do to them. They're not my people. Now, for all the time I've, I've been working with them, patience, long-suffering, giving mercy and grace, and they keep spitting in my face. Get the hell out my house. Kick rocks. I don't care how you're going to eat. I don't care what you're going to eat, how you're going to eat, how you're going to keep warm. No, it's not your room. You know, I, I, I'm about to nail clothes on your back anyway. Leave with the clothes on your back and get the hell out. You ain't going to follow none of my rules in the first damn place, and then I, I tell you about my rules and my, my protection, and, and you, you don't appreciate it. Get the hell out. Go. You got to get the hell You can't go home, but you are getting the hell out of here. Because you are so wise and so smart and so spiritual, so mystical. Let that shit help you. I'm done. I've been checking one of y'all niggas for 1,500 years. Y'all get to get, get the hell out. From there, let's go to 1 Kings, chapter 14, verse 15. Let's go to 1 Kings, chapter 14, verse 15. 1 Kings, chapter 14, verse 15. Uh, 1 Kings, chapter 14, and verse 15 reads, <clears throat> For the Lord shall smite Israel as a reed is shaken in the water, and he shall root up Israel out of this good land, which he gave to their fathers and shall scatter them beyond the river because they have made their groves provoking the Lord to anger. From there, let's go to Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 8. Let's go to Nehemiah chapter 1 and verse 8. Con, Nehemiah chapter 1 and verse 8 reads, Remember, I beseech thee the word that thou commandest thy servant Moses, saying, If ye transgress, I will scatter you abroad among the nations. This is talking to Nehemiah. And what, what's Nehemiah trying to remind the Israelites of? Remember what Moses said. If we keep transgressing, God, I'm going, I will scatter you abroad among the nations. Keep, keep, keep it up. There are so many warnings that the most like in this 1500 period, this 1500 year period, God kept sending the prophets his service to prophets, to tell Israel, get right. And we kept refusing. And he kept bringing us to captivity. We, we, we do a false, fake-ass repentance. He's coming, I can't, I'm going to try, I'm going to get another chance. Come back, come, come back home. I got you. And we, we fall into the same BS over and over and over again. But it's not like he didn't give us a warning. As much as we want to play the victim role, like, I never knew it wasn't me. What did I ever do to deserve something like this? Let's go to the, to the apographer, to Baruch, 
chapter 2, verse 29, to Baruch, chapter 2, verse 29. Come. In the Apocrypha, Baruch, chapter 2, verse 29. Baruch, chapter 2, and verse 29 in the Apocrypha reads, If ye will not hear my voice, surely this very great multitude shall be turned into a small number among the nations, where I will scatter them. Where the minorities don't have a voice? Where the minorities don't, 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 don't have no justice? Where the minorities and nobody's standing up for us? You damn right. You damn right. If we will not hear God's voice. And we won't listen to the voices in our heads. Whatever voices you got in your head, you listen to that madness. But to actually just go read. God ain't doing it that hard. God ain't made it that hard. Go read. I'll write it down for you so you ain't going to confuse your thoughts and the shit you come up with with God's words. We can make a separation here. I'm going to have it written down. You can read it, what God has said. And we still ignored it. We're going to be less small in number. There's going to be a lot of death. There's going to be a lot of people dying. There's going to be less small in number. Among the nations, whither I will scatter you. Y'all getting the hell out of my land. From there, let's go to Jeremiah, chapter 9, verse 16. Jeremiah, chapter 9, verse 16. Jeremiah, chapter 9, and verse 16. Go ahead. I will scatter them also among the heathen, whom neither they nor their fathers have known, and I will send a sword after them till I have consumed them. What, what did Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob know about some damn Romans? Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. What did Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob know about the Assyrians? Not a damn thing because Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were obedient to God. But what happened to the Israelites? I will scatter them also among the heathen, whom neither they nor their fathers have known. And I will send a sword after them, till I have consumed them. Now we're reading from, this was Jeremiah. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 13, verse, verse 24. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 13, verse 24. Um, Jeremiah chapter 13, and verse 24 reads, Therefore will I scatter them as the stubble that passeth away by the wind of the wilderness. And if you take stubble and it's a, and it's a wind, that's, why, that's how you can tell the wind direction. You take some weeds, some dried up weeds, and you throw them in the air, and then that's why that's you tell the, the wind is blowing because it blows those weeds, the, the, the leaves, it blows them away. This is what God said going to happen with Israel. I will scatter them as, as stubble that passes away by the wind. Of the wilderness, and don't care where they land, where they fall, what happens to them. Wherever the wind carries y'all monkey asses is where y'all just get carried. Wherever y'all get scattered to, go. I, I don't care. We haven't cared about what God has said for over 1,500 years leading up to 70 A.D. I'm not even counting the time now from 70 A.D. until present-day America that we still act the same damn way.
I'm not even going there. I'm just talking about from the time we came out of Egypt. Up until 70 A.D., 1,500 years, we was warned, been warned. From there, Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 17. Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 17. Come on. Jeremiah chapter 18 and verse 17 reads, I will scatter them as with an east wind before the enemy. I will show them the back and not the face in the day of their calamity. Uh, I'm turning my back. Yes, I'm ignoring you. By the time I bring these Romans to accomplish the prophecies of what I've got planned for y'all niggas, for what y'all going to get, by this time, you're damn right. I'm ignoring you. Yeah, you're crying. God, please help me. God, don't let me do this. God, my baby, God, my, my, my this, my, oh, God, 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 oh, God. Guess who's got his back turned the whole damn time? Are they abusing you? Can't hear you. Hum, 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 hum. I can't hear you. I'm not listening. I will scatter them as with an east wind before the enemy. I will show them the back. Kiss my ass then. And not the face in the day of their calamity. We've been ignoring God for 1,500 years to finally, 70 AD, finally, finally had it, it, it. That was it. We were in the temple, and God let them come, like we read yesterday. We were in the temple, and God let them come to the temple, and, and, and the, the, the amount of dead bodies that were in the temple. Forget praying something about there's some thieves in the temple tonight. No. Yeah, there were thieves. There were Israelites trying to steal their way to God's heart. And by that time, God was done. God was through. But it's not like he never gave us a warning. He never gave us chances. This is Ezekiel. Chapter 5, verse 10. Ezekiel, chapter 5, verse 10. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 5, verse 10. Come Ezekiel, chapter 5, and verse 10 reads, Therefore the fathers shall eat the sons in the midst of thee, and the sons shall eat their fathers. And I will execute judgments in thee, and the whole remnant of thee will I scatter into all the winds. Ezekiel, chapter 5, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12 reads, <clears throat> For when for the time ye ought to be teachers, Ezekiel, Ezekiel, ooh, chapter 5 and verse 12. Lock your fro. We'll lock your fro. I'm sorry. Uh, verse 12. <clears throat> Come on. Ezekiel chapter 5 and verse 12 reads, A third part of thee shall die with the pestilence, and with famine shall they be consumed in the midst of thee, and a third part shall fall by the sword. Round about thee, and I will scatter a third part into all the winds, and I will draw out a sword after them. I mean, damn. And I know we're coming up on the, on the trial remarks, but I'm, I'm going to keep going. I want to get through these, these scriptures. I want to get through these scriptures. 
So again, here in Ezekiel chapter 5 verse 12, a third part of thee will die with the pestilence. So we sit and wonder about why this disease, that disease, why this consuming this person, why this consuming that person, uh, why, why like diabetes is such a pandemic among our people, why cancer is such a pandemic among our people, why, why high blood pressure is such a pandemic among our people, why, why heart disease is such a thing among our people. What did God say? A third part of these shall die with the pestilence and with famine, so they be consumed in the midst of thee. And again, going back to 70 AD, going back to 70 AD, we read this in the siege of Jerusalem from the Wikipedia article. It said those who died from the gonorrhea, those who died from leprosy, those who died from, from, um, uh, from diseases, period. And how the stench was so bad, we had 1.1 million people died in Jerusalem in 70 AD. So a third part of me shall die with the pestilence. And with famine shall they be consumed. That's why, remember, we were having to eat our own kids because there was no food left. Where, where the niggas, uh, Simon and John, wanted to be the HNIC, they burned up the food. So we were forced to commit cannibalism. And with famine shall they be consumed in the midst of thee. And his third part shall fall by the sword round about thee. Oh, y'all warriors, y'all tough. Yeah, 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 y'all, yeah, y'all built for this shit, huh? Oh, okay. A third of you gonna fall by the sword. And I will scatter a third part into all the winds, and I will draw a, draw out a sword after them. This is God's doing. From there, let's get Ezekiel chapter 12, verse 15. Ezekiel chapter 12 and verse 15. 15. And it reads, And they shall know that I am the Lord when I shall scatter them among the nations and disperse them in the countries. That's that's how we're going to get, because God has prophesied this for over 1,500 years. That's how the Israelites will know this is God. Not because I got some income tax return. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? God is good. Won't he do it? That's not how we're going to know God is God. It's because of these prophecies being fulfilled against us. That's how we're going to recognize who God is. God knew I had this bill. God knew I had this bill coming up, and, and, and I looked, and what? I found just enough money to pay my bills. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Ezekiel chapter 20 and verse 23. Ezekiel chapter 20 and verse 23. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 20 and verse 23 reads, I lifted up mine hand unto them also in the wilderness, that I would scatter them among the heathen, and disperse them through the countries. You know, like when you go to court and you got swearing on the Bible, mm-hmm. you had to lift up your hand. I'm, I'm sorry, say it again. Say, oh, swear, say, oh, and you had to lift up your hand, swear. Yeah. This is what God is doing. God lifted up his hand 
unto them also in the wilderness, swearing that I will scatter them among the heathen and disperse them through the countries. You know, like how a jealous guy, a jealous man would say something? I, I promise, on all I love, on everything I love, on everything, on everything, say I won't. Say I won't. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 15. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 15. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 15 reads And I will scatter thee among the heathen And disperse thee in the countries And will consume thy filthiness out of thee So why have we been scattered? Why are we out the promised land And, and now suffering all this shit That we're suffering? This is supposed to get the, the filthiness out of us Not add more filthiness to us Get the filthiness out of us But we like the parable says, we're like a dog returning to his vomit. We're like the thing that was washed returning to wallowing in the shit in, in the mire. We love this filthiness. We prefer the filthiness than we, more than we prefer God's blessing. We think we're blessed to be able to go back to our vomit, the things we like. That's destroying us. That at least I can do it on my own. I'm my own man. I'm my own woman. That 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 record has been played so much. The, the needle, well, it's a diamond needle, so it can't break. It, it 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 that's been played by us so many damn times. Zechariah, chapter seven, verse fourteen. Zechariah, chapter seven, verse fourteen. Tom. <clears throat> Zechariah, chapter seven, and verse fourteen. <clears throat> But I scattered them with a whirlwind among all the nations whom they knew not. Thus the land was desolate after them, that no man passed through nor returned. For they laid the pleasant and the pleasant land desolate. But we, we've been scattered like a whirlwind, like a tornado. You know, a tornado comes through and just throws everything everywhere. This is what God was doing to the Israelites. In 78, we got tossed wherever, and we landed wherever, among all the nations whom we knew not. Now, we done landed here in America, Russia. You get Israelites all the way in the Philippines, Guam, Hawaii, Hawaii, North, Central, and South America. We have been scattered out of, out of the land because we pissed God off. From there, let's go to Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 19. Come on. <clears throat> Ezekiel chapter 36, and uh, what was the verse again, sir? Verse 19. <clears throat> Ezekiel chapter 36 and verse 19 reads, <clears throat> And I scattered them among the heathen, and they were dispersed through the countries, According to their way and according to their doings, I judge them. According to what? Their way and according to their doings, I judged them. We, we, we really got this thing that we're just innocent. Like, like, I'm going through this and God ain't fair. God ain't right. Why do I got to go through this? I ain't did nothing. 
But the Lord said, I scattered them among the heathen, and they were dispersed through the countries. Why? According to their way and according to their doings, I judged them. Because of our own actions. And now we're, we're, we're suffering being minorities. Now we have no say-so. Toby, in your pocket, the book of Toby, chapter 3 and verse 4. The book of Toby, chapter 3 and verse 4. Tobin in the Apocrypha, chapter 3 and verse 4. Yep. Reads, For they obeyed not thy commandments, wherefore thou hast delivered us for a spoil, and unto captivity, and unto death, and for a proverb of reproach to all the nations among whom we are dispersed. If this ain't the truth, but he's telling you why. For they, meaning us, we obey not God's commandments. One or two, thou hast delivered us for a spoil. To be spoiled means getting robbed. Robbed of our land. Robbed of our culture. Kicked out of our houses. Kicked out of the promised land. We were delivered for a spoil and unto captivity and unto death and for a proverb of reproach. Niggas ain't shit. To all the nations among whom we are dispersed. We could keep going on and on and on and on. But it's not like, again, Brother uh, brother Gabbard, please read once again Luke chapter 21 and verse 22. Luke chapter 20 and verse. Luke chapter 21. Luke chapter 21 and verse 22. Luke chapter 21 and verse 22 reads, For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. Again, that all things that are written, that it might be fulfilled. So this one, this, this class in particular, brothers and sisters, was, we just want to get to a point where we, we got a chance to read some of the things that have been written. That what was accomplished upon us in 70 AD and what we've had to suffer since then is because of our own actions. But it's not like God didn't warn us over and over and over and over again by constantly sending different prophets, all his prophets, to tell the Israelites, if we don't act right, if we don't get right, if we don't stop fooling around, if we don't stop committing adultery, whoredom against God, that this is what God's going to do to us. And, and, and when he turns his back on us, he's not going to give a damn what happens to us. So whatever it is we suffered, we have brought it upon ourselves. No, God has not been there. 
don't, I don't care what superstition, what lucky charm, what 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 you you was wearing your favorite color uh, uh, for protection. You had your lucky rabbit's foot. You had your lucky horseshoe. You you had your lucky gun. You had your lucky knife. No, uh-uh. no, no. God turned his back. Because for over 1,500 years, we kept refusing to listen. We kept refusing to be obedient. We kept choosing to be disobedient. They were finally, we had to finally, all of us, the whole nation, need to be kicked out of the promised land and scattered to the four winds of the earth. Brother Gabar Kawa, any, any, any words of epiphanies or... or, or a recap of, of, of what you came in on or whatever, I'd appreciate it. Oh, my. Sir, I, I really, I really would hate to, to even ruin the, the, the edification in that, in that looking in the mirror uh, that you, that, that you, that, the scriptures that you have given us this this morning, um, I couldn't I can possibly add anything to that. That was uh, in 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 my in my opinion, according to the scripture, uh, the best uh, the best self examination on 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 a wide scale. As a as a nation of what we did to uh, to piss the heavenly Father off, and uh, that's really, bro. That 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 was if my eyes could my eyes couldn't be any more wide open on that. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 speechless. I'm speechless. Um, there's nothing that I could add on that to 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 give any more understanding or edification on uh, why we were kicked out of the Heavenly Father's land and scattered. That was a direct look in the mirror. For those of for those of us that are listening to uh, to this class, so cool. That, that's what's up. Sorry. All right, well, brothers and sisters, uh, I do want to thank anybody who did uh, who has tuned in, but you tuned in live uh, at Eric six four six 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 eight two five six eight. When you cut us live at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mashaba M A S H A H B A, or because the archive show, uh, we do appreciate you uh, you listening. Um, yeah. And this is one of those, those classes, yeah, the Lord was pissed. The Lord was, has been angry. The, the Lord is, does get angry. The Lord does get furious. The Lord is full of wrath. As great as his mercy is as great as his anger. That, that we're made in his image. We are made in his image. So just like we get angry, jealous, mad, wrathful, impatient, God is allowed the same thing. And for what he's done for the nation of Israel, 
he, he is most certainly allowed. And this, we have to admit that, yes, all of God's judgments are righteous, that, that, that we have earned every last lick. We have deserved every last lick that, that has been handed to us. Again, when you look at the timeline, from Moses until 70 A.D. was about 1,500 years that the Israelites had nothing but warnings. Stop following the nations. Stop being like, it, it, basically, if y'all going to keep following the nations, then y'all have to get out of my land and go follow them in. Y'all just want to be so, so, so involved with the other nations, their culture, their ways, their, 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 their festivities, their, their ways of worship, their rituals, then get out of my house and go be with them then. You think they're your friends? Then go live with them and see how they treat you. Get out there. Since you want to make love with them and you feel that y'all have a bond, go be with them. Get out my Go be with them then. And this is what's happened to us. And again, that was accomplished in 70 AD. And we have been scattered out of our land ever since then. And we've been scattered to every nation. Every nation we've been scattered to. To this very day. So with that, um, please tune in tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow being Friday. Uh, uh, check out uh, uh, Vanderbilt's Bible Breakdowns uh, tomorrow. Well, probably starting at, it'll probably, it might be 6 p.m. Texas time, right, which will be um, 6 p.m., 5 p.m., Albuquerque time, 4 p.m. West Coast time, and then what would that be? 8 o'clock Eastern, uh, Eastern uh, Standard Time uh, tomorrow evening for, for uh, uh, Bonobos Bible Breakdowns. Uh, please tune in tomorrow and check that out. Um, of course, we still have uh, our YouTube classes uh, that you can check out ISBHPK, uh, San Antonio, Houston, Norfolk, or, or Rochester. We invite you to check them out. Um, and more importantly, if you visit some of the classes, if you're in the areas, come visit the classes and, 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 and rub elbows with the teachers. All right? Rub elbows with the teachers. Um, and and uh, like it was told to us, we're going to see our teachers. The Lord was going to give us a chance to be able to see our teachers to be able to get things right. Okay? Uh, so with that, uh, Brother Gabar, anything, anything at all? Um, no, I'm, I'm good, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I right, cool. So with that, uh, my name is Michelle. My name is Gabar Kawa. And for ISBHBK, thank you for tuning in. And with that, we're going to say shalom. Shalom.
Israel. 